Ladies, gentlemen, and unpaid extras, welcome back to Flip the Reel, a podcast made by two college kids who are back from doing their homework. My name is Unfortunately. My name is Nolan Pelger. And I'm Austin Nelson. We grew tired of the somber over analytical reviews. Shit, why not create our own? Each week, we will go <laughs> see a movie, we will conduct some research, and then you will get to hear us talk about it. And here we are. So, guys, are you ever in need of extra money? Most of us are, but most of us do not take the certain route of job or career. So, um, <laughs> Nolan. Yes, Austin. Have you ever been in that situation before? You know, I would reckon it would be every day. Do you think of yourself having a nice body? You know, Austin, I have been told a few times that I am not too hard on the eyes. So for this sake, I will say yes. Okay, okay. So with that being said... Would you ever join the stripping industry? Would I ever join the stripping industry? For strippers, not just stripping. You know what? I think, yeah. I think if I had to, if I needed to make ends meet, I'd strip. I wouldn't. You wouldn't? I don't have the body for that. Do you want to be my pimp? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I'd rather keep my cash to myself. Fair enough. All right, guys, welcome back. <laughs> we, uh, the other week or last week or this week or however you want to view time, since it is a man-made concept, we watched Hustlers. You betcha. And uh, I'm going to just start off by <clears> saying <throat> it was a very tasteful movie. I agree. I agree. It was um pretty modest. Very. I mean, all things considered. Obviously, there were some there were some nipples here and there. Well, well, yeah, but it's a movie about strippers. But exactly, they didn't focus on that. nudity. They, yeah, they didn't, which was, in my opinion, <clears throat> a surprise because I thought that that's how they were going to market it for a greater audience for guys. Yeah, it, it was completely it. different from what I was actually expecting. Yeah, in a good way. A, yeah, a very yeah, good yeah. way. So I was very not excited because that could be interpreted the wrong way, but I was. Intrigued? I, intrigued? I see. That still sounds. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Uh, it was. I don't know. I just feel like we're gonna dig ourselves a hole this episode, and uh, I don't know. If, I don't know if we're ready for well, it. Well, it's a good thing I'm single. You're not. Okay, so. okay. okay, Austin. Thank you for letting everybody know. <laughs> so thank you. Have fun with this episode. I, we're gonna have. It's gonna be great. Priscilla, whenever you listen, I'm so have fun. Ex- I'm so excited. <laughs> Here we go. Anyway. Come on, big guy. Let's, I don't know. Let's what, else, what you got. What else can we talk about before I, I just keep digging a hole? I don't know. It was it was a good it – was, it was good. It was a good movie. I enjoyed watching it. Thank you. Bye. That's it. There you go. There you, you guys go. go. End of the episode. Bye, guys. We'll see you next week. <laughs> just kidding. Let's, let's just jump into it. We might as well just – so what did you think of the character development? Character <coughs> development. First off, let's talk about the casting bill. Okay. Because we do have big names such as Jennifer Lopez in this movie. And her being a, you know, mother role, a mentor sort of acting role. 
I think she, I thought she did very very well. I agree. Uh, she well, she's definitely got the body for her. That's for sure. So good casting in that part. I think it was good casting all around for all the all the actresses. Now, how do you feel? I know you did a lot of research as far as the actual real time events comparatively to the movie. So, how did you feel about the way that they? cast them in the sense of how each um, how each actress looks to their real life counterpart well um, the person or the real I guess you could say the ex stripper that Jennifer Lopez is um, character is based off of which her name is Samantha Barbish Okay. Um, said that <clears throat> she enjoyed having a fellow New Bronx lady do her, um, but she said there was like some, you know, a li- tiny differences. Like in the movie, um, there were like Jennifer Lopez's um, character Ramona had like a piercing on the bottom lip, a lip piercing. Um, on a Barbosha's. Barbish, yeah, Barbish's character. There, a piercing was on the top. Um, there wasn't like big, any like big differences. Like, um, though, she said that she was actually kind of thinking, or not, not her precisely, but like I guess her agent, mm-hmm. he would say, was thinking that Cardi B would play her. Because the more of a stripper body in Cardi B was actually in the stripper industry. Okay, interesting. I did not know yeah. that. I did not know that either. And but you know, I don't keep up on much those tabs. Yeah, yeah. There you go. There you go. And so, but overall, Samantha thought that Jennifer did a pretty good job with her. What about, arguably, a lot would say one of the biggest roles in this movie of Constance Wu playing Destiny and her portrayal of being a new-to-the-scene stripper and figuring out this hustle on the fly and whatnot. How do you feel she did as far as her portrayal with the, not necessarily innocence, but the somewhat naive nature that she had due to not knowing a whole lot of the the stripping scene? Well, I think pretty much she did a pretty good job. Like, in real life, it was, you know, they weren't um, that close. Right. But, like, as far as, like, you know, the way that, I guess, she brought on her stripping career. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, that's pretty much how you get, you know, to the top of the business. You like to take after someone who's pretty popular in that, you know, certain club or something like that. And has already been there. And is yeah, and, I had, and knows the bells and whistles. That alpha. Yeah, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's my, my way or the highway sort of deal. Pretty agreed, much. Agreed. How do you feel about those two interacting throughout the movie? From what I read... 
No, 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 no. How do you feel? Oh, like oh, oh, through okay, what you've okay. read and stuff and watching the movie, but how how do you feel they they did? Personally, I feel like they did really well. They seem to um, have that or portray that interconnection that um, the director kind of romanticized because mm-hmm. it was not like that in real life. It was more of just like co-worker type shit. Um, but overall, like it, they seem to like flow really well with each other. That makes sense. I think, yeah, yeah, how they rebounded off of each other and how they, and how they would kind of you know play, or do the uh, like a teeter totter mm-hmm. type thing. One does this, and then pretty much other one would take after once they're done. Kind of like a balance. I see what you're saying. <clears throat> What about the other strippers? Um, I didn't read much onto them, so I can't really, you know, talk about that much. Sure. But other than that, like my personal view from the movie, actually, they seem to do pretty much the same. Like they balance, like that group that they kind of created. It's kind of like a nice balance, like pretty much. In any group, like a certain member or like a certain friend, whatever has kind of like a certain um, job. Right. So it's like they kind of establish that. And then as throughout when they would, you know, do their, um, what do you call it? Routines. Routines. Yeah. yeah that's the right word. Um, you know, they pretty much did their part and that's how, and they did it well. I definitely agree. I think the the <clears throat> interactions between them being so balanced was very nice because yes, we saw that Ramona was a a dominant figure, a very dominant figure in, but also in these groups, balance. right? But then you have Constance kind of being able to, or I guess Destiny being able to kind of back her off a little bit and say, "Hey, like chill out, it's okay." We're, we're fine in what we're yeah, doing. Yeah, uh, Romano is more like a mama bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then when, especially later in the film when she really wanted that money and she really wanted to just stick it right to the stockbrokers. And Destiny was like, hey, like we got to chill out a bit. And Romano definitely got out of hand for sure. But it, it was interesting seeing Destiny try to still keep her reserved, mm-hmm. I guess. Not, not so... Uh, violent and, and hostile. And I gotta say, it was pretty interesting how the film was like kind of laid out as a kind of like uh, a throwback to the past, as in like an interview type. I would not expect that from something like that in this movie. I th- figured it would just been like a uh, straightforward, not going like cutting into scenes where it's like just um, Destiny being interviewed, like two or three years later. Oh, I see what you're saying. You know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're saying. I thought that was kind of like an interesting take on how they... So it's like, it's pretty much being told by Destiny's point of view. Yeah. Okay. Although there was some speak here and there of Ramona having those interviews and whatnot, but I do agree it was very... Destiny centric. Mm-hmm. Also, can we just? I was, I mean, obviously not surprised because I, she's in the billing and she was in 
the previews and whatnot, but Kiki Palmer being in this movie, definitely, you know, us growing up with her being in the kids shows that we watched and now she's in something like Hustlers where it's a little bit more, not, I wouldn't say adult, but mature, you know, because. Oh my God. I just realized she's on, she, um, starred in a couple episodes, like later episodes of the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yeah. As Mr. Mosby's niece. I want to say yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. His niece. Wow, I just realized that. And now she's now she's over here stripping. Stripping. I didn't want to say that, but we'll go, we'll go with it. I mean, it's pretty much what her character does. You're right. You're right. You're right. I'm 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 glorifying it. It's the movie. Oh, by the way, I don't know if you knew this. You probably didn't. But the lady who played Destiny's grandmother, Wai Ching Ho, she was actually in the uh, Marvel series um, Daredevil and also the Defenders as Madame Gao. And she was a very uh, powerful and prominent figure in that, in that series and those franchises. So for me, at least, it was very interesting seeing her have a far less... Uh, demanding role in being a supportive, needy, somewhat grandmother figure in that sense. So I thought that was very interesting seeing that different dynamic play out by her acting abilities. Yeah, no, I mentioned it. Once. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Now we are off to the segments where we discuss the plot development and things that we observed throughout the movie that we thought were interesting or significant or what have you. So obviously this starts out in 2014 because we are giving, um, we're giving this setup that destiny is being interviewed with a woman named Elizabeth who is, um, working on a story. She's a journalist. And so we start out with seven years before that, because we are talking about the 2008 collapse and their I'm forgetting the word, their exposure for the stockbrokers. And Dorothy, who is now named Destiny, as that is her stripper name, she works at a strip club called Moves. And she's trying to support her grandmother, but it's not really going that well because she, she's not doing that well as far she as... She also has a daughter. Right. She do, No, she doesn't have a daughter at this point. Oh. That's that's way later, big guy. Oh. Jeez. I forgot my bad. <laughs> she meets Ramona, however, at the top of moves, a.k.a. the roof. After Ramona did this big, fantastic show that the men just... Door. I mean, there was money flying everywhere. She was making the bank. She she was the bank. <laughs> so the stockbrokers were just cashing their checks. There you go. You know what? With the way that at least they portrayed the stockbrokers and whatnot, I can definitely see that because of how much money they apparently invested, if you will, in Ramona. But Destiny meets her at the top. And Ramona's like, you know what? I'll be your mama bear. Come here. Come here to me, darling. Get in my oversized fur coat that I should not be wearing right while now. While I smoke. While I have a while I smoke a nice cigarette and you and I it's can from the Bronx. <laughs> you and I can get with it. 
And so they, Romana starts teaching Destiny the ropes, or the, uh, the, the pole, the pole, if you will. The ways of the pole. The ways of the pole. And so then a year later, the crisis uh, hits where they both find themselves short of cash because of... No one's coming to the strip club. No one wants to come to the strip club, club because nobody has the money to. And through some, what do you want to call it? Social advancements in Destiny's life, or Dorothy, if you will. She becomes pregnant. Uh-huh, yes. And then they, uh, you know, are fighting after Destiny, or Dorothy, excuse me, gives birth. And finally kicks her boyfriend out of the house because she's not, she's not dealing with it. Not dealing with his, his bitch ass. And she's unable to find a job. So she's really, it's really tight for her right now, as it was with everybody. And honestly, in my opinion, I don't think they showed that well enough. No. They gave cuts and they, they kind of let you have a peephole into her life. But something I find really difficult with movies these days is they don't really show the dramatic aspects of situations very well. They kind of just rush through it to continue the plot. When I feel like if you really want the audience to be feel, yeah, be intrigued, be within the movie and feel what the actors are feeling, I definitely feel like at least for that scene, they should have stretched that out a few minutes more or at least a minute. What's well, a few extra minutes? True. Especially if it's showing Dorothy crying and you know what? I feel like it would have the sympathy. Yeah. I feel like it would have been really smart for them. Uh, Lorraine Scafaria, who is the director if she were to have allowed more situations of Dorothy struggling. Yes, we know that, you know, she couldn't really pay her bills. She was trying to find a job. She had a daughter to look after. But I really feel like the situations where she's trying to pay her bills on her laptop while taking care of the kid, or she wakes up while trying to take care, you know, and then needs to go help her daughter. I feel like those sort of scenes that really kind of just twist your heart a little bit, those definitely should have been in the movie more just to really make us understand why they did what they did. Yeah. Because that was what this movie was about is showing them, showing us what, why, yeah, why they did it and how they did it. And I feel like there was just a little bit of injustice there because they definitely needed to give better, not reason, but reason to say, Hey, I need the money. This is what I'm doing. I mean, you're gonna have like you're gonna do anything when you're in times of trouble, like low funds. Yep. People do some weird ass shit. Yep. So after we kind of indulge in that and we understand everything that's going on, Dorothy decides, you know what? Fuck it, I've got nothing else to do. I'm gonna go back to stripping. So she goes back to moves. However, when she gets back, it's different. The same girls aren't there stripping. It's girls who are, you know, immigrants. They're just willing to do anything they want, including sex stuff for money because they need it just as bad as anybody else does. And with this being their job, they need to figure out the ways that they can get the money. And Dorothy... Guys, never sell yourself for sex. Bad, bad thing. I don't think girls should either. I mean, as a general rule... Guys, oh my god. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand your own self-worth. Everyone, don't sell yourself for sex. 
Man, you, and I, you and I really just won up each other, didn't we? <laughs> Damn. Anyways. I'm competitive. Hey, you know what? Here we are. You should get into the stripping scene. Thank God. So, <laughs> so, yeah, Dorothy is not willing to cross that line to give blowjobs for $300 and stuff like that. So, finally, she, she, uh, she rediscovers, if you will, Ramona. And Ramona's like, hey. We got an idea. Check this out. I've got a great thing for you. Are you ready for this? And, you know, Dorothy, just trying to trying to get money, is like, yeah, sure, I'm ready to go. So Ramona grabs her, you know, takes her under her wing again, and she shows her that they go to bars. They meet men. Rich men. They get them drunk. And then they get them to moves, where as they are supremely drunk, they take their credit card and scam them for a good chunk of money. This isn't the point where they started maxing out their credit cards, but they were taking a lot of money at this point in time. And so Dorothy finally is like, you know what? This actually doesn't seem like a bad idea. Destiny. Well, Destiny Dorothy is the same person. Destiny is just her stripper name. Fair enough. And you got to respect women, Austin. I do. You got to respect women. Most of my best friends are women. Well, girls, women. However they <laughs> however they want to be identified. So she joins in, Destiny Dorothy. Can we just say that from now on? <laughs> Destiny Dorothy? Dor- Dorothy Destiny? But then she's Dorothy's fi- Destiny. <laughs> then she finds out she's not in Kansas anymore. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> she figures out that Ramona is actually drugging them and is putting both ketamine and MDMA into their drinks to impair their judgment and basically wipe their memory uh, in their quote-unquote targets. And the reason this was deemed so successful for them is because of the fact that nobody wanted to say that they got robbed by strippers because it's ludicrous. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I do want to state right now, I should have done this at the beginning of of the episode, I digress. I do want to point out right now that I, myself... Do not condone or am okay with what they did at all. I feel it is, for lack of a better term, supremely fucked up. And it was a little difficult for me to watch. However, for the sake of the film, it's something I needed to keep watching to truly understand uh, the nature of the film and and everything about it. So, Well, in real life, um, what was her name? Barbosh? Like, in real life, she did not drug people. It, other strippers did. Wait, who who is she? Dorothy? No, no, no. Ramona. Ramona. Okay. Like, in real life, did not. Interesting. So I'm kind of curious on why in the film... That was such a poignant thing to her character. Yeah, that's very interesting now that you bring that up. I didn't find that in what I was... In the research that I did. Um, okay, back on track. Back to the plot. But yeah, would never do it. Bad, bad, bad idea. Bad. <laughs> bad. <laughs> no go. Don't do it. But back to the plot. It They fucking score with this. Because obviously, it's practically foolproof. At the, ex- at the ex- extent 
that they are operating this underground business. Underground business, that's a good way to put it. <clears throat> so some of the targets that they call become a little too aggressive for two of the other strippers, Mercedes and Annabelle, to handle. Destiny, or Dorothy, suggests that we bring in other strippers and other women to help out. And no, 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 that was Ramona. I'm pretty sure it was Ramona. Oh, okay, my bad, my bad. No, it's okay. I mean, hey, we're just here to give the, the public the correct content, so you're fine. But <clears throat> Destiny decides to bring other women in and kind of train them to avoid using those drugs and avoid these these very illegal acts to get another illegal act accomplished. Then Ramona brings in a druggie. <laughs> yes, we will get to that point. Uh, but Ramona then partners with Moves, the strip club itself, and it she allows it to be beneficial for the whole strip club instead of just the three or four girls who were initially doing it. Excuse me, which means that strippers, other strippers were becoming uh, little groups and they were competition emulating those those elite strats that the uh, that the original group operated upon. And once once Ramona starts getting cut out of that, I think is the best way to say that she was kind of getting cut out of her own business. She basically just gives the middle finger to moves. And tries to do it by herself. So they try to meet up with their clients or targets in their uh, in independent hotel rooms or at the target's own houses. And Mercedes and Annabelle, the other two uh, ladies who were with Ramona and Destiny, become pretty unreliable at this point. And so Ramona's like, people just get too aggressive. Yep. And so Ramona's like, you know what? Fine. Fuck you. I'm going to need you. So she hires other women. The only issue with that is that these other women, however, don't have the quality, don't have the quality and abuse drugs. So the very thing that they are giving to their clients, some of the strippers are doing to themselves, not specifically ketamine and MDMA, but such thing as like cocaine. And, Dorothy at this point, and Dorothy at this point is basically putting her hands up and is like, you know what? I don't want to do this. This is beginning. This is becoming way too much. It's be, it's getting very gray. It's becoming very sketchy. I don't like this. And so, but Ramona keeps on. Was like, no, no, it's it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, because at this point, Ramona didn't care about the safety of her the bank. and her friends. She cared about the money. And as Destiny was really trying to let Ramona understand what she's doing and try to help her understand that it's fucked up and we shouldn't be doing this, Destiny definitely gets her point across when a gentleman almost dies. And she has to drive him to the hospital. And throughout this point in time, she's trying to call Ramona and is like, hey, and Ramona's not picking up. Yeah, correct. Why isn't Ramona picking up? Because she's out with the druggie. She's well, no, because remember she's trying to bail out Dawn. Yeah, that's what I'm and talking you, about. Okay. The druggie. Yeah, you said out with, and I thought you meant like they were getting another guy. Oh no, no, like I, I, I should have been more specific. That's okay. But yeah, so Ramona was trying to bail out Dawn, 
And another fucked up incident. Yeah, yeah because she got that uh, Dawn got herself into. Because Ramona thinks that Dawn is just some, you know Princess. Some princess woman who can help make all of her dreams all of Ramona's dreams come true, you know, perfectly work with all of the clients that they're working with. And that morning after Dorothy goes and goes to the hospital, she drives back to her house. And she goes home to find her grandmother dead. And Yowzas. Wow. So the only thing that I have, like my only issue with uh, Ramona, not Ramona, wow. Dorothy's grandmother's death is again, they didn't marinate it. Yeah, it was just sudden. It was it was sudden, which obviously makes sense because that was probably a parallel for Dorothy's life is she did come back and you know or at least for people when they Like it was sudden and it was just maybe Okay, maybe with the funeral just like a couple minutes. Nothing else. No, see that's what I'm saying. Like if, even if you take the funeral out of it, it's her coming home, seeing her grandmother dead, and then boom, next scene. And then, yeah, and then it cut to her really quick, and then it goes to the funeral. Again, the whole thing is showing us why, what their drive was. But it doesn't marinate the backstory. Exactly. So her just kind of seeing her, and then boom, scene jump. We're like, oh, what? Yeah, that sucks. But in, uh, hello. now we're already at the funeral. Like, where Where was the – I wanted the, I want the strain. I want I want us to I feel, want the agony. I, I want us to feel for these people because <laughs> what else is there to do? Strip? They're stripping for a reason though. So then we cut God, to God, could you imagine them? This is so random. But them stripping a funeral, that would be really weird. Can you stop? Maybe no. I just said it'd be I'm really sorry, weird. Sorry, grandma. Uh Ramona's like, I remember Christmas with you in my apartment. Anyways. I think the tons roll. You're an animal. Anyways. uh, We go to the funeral. And then Ramona's like, hey, yo, bitch. I promise I'll take care of you. Because she understands now what Dorothy's kind of going through and what she's... Where she's being, you know, ripped into. She loved Graham Graham. Yeah. I hate you. You're, I mean, you're not wrong, but I hate you so much. I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, I hope so. So then <laughs> uh, we have a cut from there. We have a cut back to 2014 when Dorothy and Elizabeth are having this interview. And Dorothy gets really uncomfortable and she, she just stops the interview. And she wants to start talking about Ramona. And this is kind of where we see a little bit of the agony between the two of them. And we start where seeing... it starts to begin. Yeah, that disparity between them throughout this time. And then through... That pain inside. <laughs> through some demands on Dorothy's part, uh, Elizabeth goes home. And she just stops the interview and she goes home. And Dorothy then calls and agrees to finish 
what the internet But Elizabeth started. is at a party. That is true. She is at a party. So she goes to a, a room where she's by herself. No, that was at the end of the movie. This was just before the end. Oh. She had just gotten home and she got the call from Dorothy. Oh, you're right. Yeah. I'm, th- I'm thinking ahead. Yep. And then so they're talking and Dorothy now embellishes on her friendship with Ramona and the whole crime ring that they, they created and how it fell apart. And also Dorothy was discussing Ramona's abrasiveness that it's like SpongeBob's abrasive side <laughs> that really drove apart the women in, in the group at moves and in their little sex S E C T S not the not the verb. <laughs> Thank you. Yes, I was just wanted to give clarification for anybody who's really just as we know there are people out there. Yeah, we we know you're out there. We know you're listening to our content. Trying to be safe. We're trying to we're trying to give you content, not other stuff. Let's continue. Let's just continue because there's that hole we're about to dig ourselves into. And not going so Ramona, so Ramona, so Ramona, so Ramona, so Ramona, with her abrasiveness, she kind of rips the girls apart and Dorothy just feels like she can't justify herself anymore for all the drugging she's done and in all of the uh, crime that she's committing. Oh, side note. I love like throughout the interview sessions, Destiny, Dorothy, whatever. Keeps on saying pretty much there's a reason why they did this. Yes, because I I I did like that. Because she truly felt in her eyes it was a legitimate reason. Which, depending on how you look at it, she's right. And I don't think You gotta survive somehow. Yeah, you yeah. Especially for something as difficult as that two thousand eight recession and being in such a dynamic profession as stripping in the sense of how good your income is Uh, because you could almost relate their profession to something like that of being a waiter or a waitress. Um, Obviously there's other things that are on the line in both professions, but in the same sense of their income, it's based a lot on how they do for their customers. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so then we get to the point where Dawn, who we mentioned earlier is the cokehead, she <laughs> decides that, uh, she's going to screw the pooch with the other strippers and she gets wired as they go in for a quote unquote job for one of their targets. And she does not play it well. Yeah. She doesn't really play well. She doesn't play it off too well. Uh, she, because, you know, she's very coke ridden i guess if you if you want to say it like that that works the girls kind of already start seeing that she's something's off with her and don mind you ramona still thinks she's a good she's a good um good person good person for the job right but eventually don gets uh gets the what investigators the police knowledge on a few of the victims and to identify the girls that she's working with. So Dorothy, Kiki Palmer's character, Ramona, all the other women. And but Dorothy realizes what's going on. That is true. However, Dorothy, Ramona, Annabelle, and Mercedes are all arrested 
But the only but person... Remember, oh yeah, because Dorothy didn't give her real name. Correct. She's the only one that gave, that gave the plea deal because she was thinking of her daughter and she wanted to make it right for her daughter. Smart woman. And so Ramona is then put on probation for five years and the others serve jail sentences before being released on probation, which I think is very peculiar. I definitely feel like Ramona should have gotten a true jail sentence and then probation. Considering she was the ringleader. Yeah, she was the ringleader. She was the one that was in charge of it all. Uh, So a year after that, Elizabeth, the interviewer, visits Ramona, and she's now working retail. And they did pretty well showcasing how monotonous and boring retail can be. But again, could have made it better. But at the same time, definitely wasn't the main focus for the movie. So I can totally see why they didn't really key into that. And as Elizabeth and Ramona are talking... Uh, Ramona gives insight that Dorothy was the only person that she could trust in that whole line of business. And she shows Elizabeth in her wallet that there's a picture of her and Ramona. Or no, no, no. She has a picture of Destiny when she's a young kid because she was hoping, and she talks about how they were wanting to, or she was hoping, Jesus Christ, Ramona had a picture of Destiny in her wallet that she showed Elizabeth in this. And she had mentioned that she kind of wishes they had met when they were kids. Oh yeah. Because she wanted to see if it would have been different, if they could have been better friends instead of having something like this work come in between them. And then the article is published. Elizabeth does her job with that article and she encourages Dorothy or Destiny to reach out to Ramona and to make amends. And then we have a few little closing excerpts about the other women from the movie and then it ends. Pretty much. That's pretty much uh, the end of the plot for the movie. Next up on the docket, we are now going to discuss theories and ideas for the movie. However, because this movie was a little bit different, it was showcasing a little more of a reality-based event timeline, we're going to replace theories and ideas with information that my good friend Austin here has gone deep into to discuss some excuse me, things that weren't necessarily wrong, but real-life details that the movie altered. Okay. Um, trying to think of what I should start off with. Okay, well, in the film, you know, we're talking about how Destiny and Ramona are, like, become pretty much like sisters. In real life... That did not happen. Yeah, they, you know, I guess were somewhat close, like, acquaintances-wise. But not, like, as a sisterhood. Um, And this is coming from, like, Samantha Barbush, who the um, 
who Ramona's character is based off of. <laughs> I don't know why I'm going to a blank. This is so weird. I just think it's funny how you're not the best with names. Yeah, I'm not. That's okay. Let's keep going. But, um... Shit. Oh. And... Pretty much, like, the um, director was trying to go for more of a... Kind of like romanticize, you know, how, like, sister sisterhood... Sisterhood of the Traveling Pants? Yeah, no. <laughs> Like sisterhood could really like could um be so I guess that's that's pretty much why she went this direction of the movie to like show that the girls were like really close but in real life it was just more of a co-worker type ordeal. Why do you think? Why do you think she romanticized it? God, I don't even know. I mean, do you think it was for better? Uh, audience reviews? I would probably say so, but at the same time, if you're doing a movie like this, you people normally people try and stay as close to like the real the real reality. as possible. So I, I honestly don't know. I feel like I'm not, one possible reason could be that our director was trying to showcase the women in a better light in the sense of she wanted to show them that, or she, show, she wanted to show the audience that yes, what they did was really fucky and what they did was really bad and messed up and what have you. But maybe it was a way to showcase how the women were able to work together and be better people, even though they were going through such such tough times. It's not a bad idea. And that could be one possibility. Again, there are there are multiple. I say we just realms. call up the director right now and we just ask, you know, because we definitely have those resources. You got the number? I've got the number. Ooh. We've got six viewers that want to listen to us talk to the director. So I say we go for it. You guys are at the bomb.com. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna call them right now. Just kidding. <laughs> Psych. I really hope you didn't uh, stand on the edge of your seat because uh, <laughs> we don't have those uh, resources. Yeah, we don't. Not yet, at least. Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Anyways. Fingers crossed. Let's continue. And then um, as we talked about the plot development, I believe I mentioned during that time where um, Ramona's shown as like she had like she's the one who comes up with the idea of like drugging the men. Right. Um, and actually makes it in her own kitchen, like the you know, uh, whatever the drugs are. The concoction, the caffeine yeah. and MDMA. She did not do that in real life. Because um, what happened instead? I don't it, like the articles. Really didn't go into like she really didn't didn't ask what she did in like real life. It was more of her saying I really didn't do that it was more of but she saw and knew other strippers were doing it but her herself didn't see it as a uh, right thing to do interesting yeah and I'm just and 
I don't understand why if she didn't do it in real life, why they portrayed why the they portrayed it in the movie. Maybe better storytelling, maybe a better drive for the audience to keep watching. But it kind of puts Ramona more as a um, what's the word I'm looking for? Deceitful. More of a villain. Okay, yeah, I'll give you that for sure. I definitely agree with you on that, especially watching Ramona develop. And seeing her little bit of madness kind of start peeking through because she she started becoming money hungry, uh, I definitely can agree with you on that on that statement for sure. Uh, what else? You know, it's pretty much the big. What else was there? Anything you found in your like the smaller things that you enjoyed or kind of caught your attention? Honestly, no. Like, like the articles that I read up on was just pretty much that. Like, those were the big things, and really the only things besides her going off saying that she. I don't think it was just her, but I, like I mentioned this at the beginning of the episode, pretty much that they thought that Cardi B was going to be her because Cardi B was more that style, more the style. But she was happy that you know a fellow in the Bronx right was able to was able to the, take up her position. But like other than that, it wasn't really much difference, I guess. Though I found it kind of interesting that um, it was by like the interviewing, like the story being mm-hmm. told, was by Destiny's character or Destiny. Do you mean in the sense of the portrayal in the movie? Like yes. We were, we were taken from that point of view? Yeah. Why do you think that was interesting? Because, I mean, if it's showing more of how... I mean, it was... The movie was about how the group of girls, you know, got their, right. way, like their way. But... It, uh, you figured if it was the big um, controversy in, like, real life, I guess, like, when they were caught or when they were doing all this... Sure. Was the and the big bear was Ramona? You think like kind of be um, interviewed by both, like seeing the two points of oh, view. Oh, kind of a duality of yeah. it. Yeah. Okay. Instead of just a one, like a solo. Right. Do you do you have any speculation on why they decided to portray this movie through Dorothy's eyes instead of Ramona's? Jeez, I don't know. Wow. That's a good question. Because I feel like in some sense, maybe possibly, the our director wanted to showcase the women in a I don't want to say innocent light because that I don't I don't feel that was the the no. intention at all. But maybe we wouldn't have been, oh, you know what? We probably weren't gonna be able to connect as well with Ramona as we did with Dorothy. Because I think what she I think what Scafaria tried to do was give the audience a lens through somebody who was struggling. Like really truthfully struggling. Yeah, okay, that's a good point. That's a good point. Because but at the same time it would have been nice to see both perspectives. Oh, for sure. But 
although I personally feel that it wasn't showcased the best way, I feel like it was a it was a good move on Scafaria's end to go through Dorothy's eyes instead of Ramona's. Because let's be honest, Ramona does get hit by the recession. She does get affected, especially with her daughter. But who is actually a son? Yeah, we did find that. That was actually very interesting. I'm curious about that. Do you think that was? We'll get we'll get to that in a second. I feel like we didn't go through Ramona's eyes because yes, she was hit by the recession and everything, but I feel like to some extent she didn't actually suffer suffer like Dorothy did with taxes, with losing her boyfriend, with having to be a single mother, and you know losing resorting gram. right, resorting back to stripping in order to continue her job. Ramona really just kind of from what we could tell, was afflicted and then just kept moving on and then found the scheme and then went into it, right? She didn't really have the true pain. And so maybe that's why we decided or she decided to go through Dorothy's viewpoint. Now, as far as Ramona's daughter, why do you think she chose to have a daughter instead of a son in the film? Girl power? I. That's what I was thinking, too. It's the only thing I can think of. I mean, it's not a bad thing. No, it's not a bad I thing. I promote it. <laughs> but that's the only thing I can think of. Yeah, I mean, it's... Because that's what this movie really is. It's pretty much going through the eyes on... God, I don't want to say this because of the type of movie it is. It kind of shows a little bit of a girl power, pretty much. No, it no, it did show how strong and prominent women were through that time as these quote unquote underdogs, because nobody expected it. Especially when, in the movie itself, they said, "You know, nobody's going to believe you that you were robbed by a stripper. Nobody's going to believe you." So, that's kind of another reason why they did it, is because they knew they could have that power in order to obtain that sort of level, that sort of currency in their lives. So, yeah, it wasn't necessarily, quote-unquote, the right thing, but it showcased how strong the women were in order to go through with all of it. So it's definitely possible that that could be a reason. It could be other sorts of possibilities, but... That's the main thing I can think of. I, I kind of agree with you on that. It's it's a possibility. It's a theory. We're not we're not gonna you know die on the hill for that theory, but it's something that is very plausible for sure. Last but not least is the segment where we discuss the way that the movie was laid out, the scene selections, how the lighting was, the camera work, all that jazz. So the little bit of the finer things that allows us a movie to either be smooth and works together in their scene transitions or very cut and choppy in how they bounce from scene to scene or person to person when they talk. I just want to start off by saying and elaborating on what we talked about earlier this episode and the fact that I loved how tasteful the movie was. This movie didn't focus on the fact that girls have boobs. Right. It was more eloquent. It, yes, it was a lot more eloquent in that sense because, yes, yes, the screen 
or there were boobs on screen, but one, they were never the center of the scene. And two, as soon as you saw one, basically a second later, there was a cut to either Ramona talking or something else going on, preventing the viewers from straying from the importance of that scene and what the characters were talking about. Just think about it. This type of movie a hundred years ago would be an outrage. <laughs> just, just, just for the get on your soapbox, Austin. Come on, tell the people what they want to hear. Keep it going. What do you mean? Nothing. I just thought it was funny how you brought that up. I just thought I, I just thought of it, so I was like, "Hey, gotta speak my mind, man." I mean, that's that's why we're here. That's why we have a microphone sitting between us. Well, I'm not in between. Okay, us. you know what? Get technical. Get technical <laughs> with me right now. See what happens. Oh, I'd rather not. Exactly. That's what I thought. Anyways, <laughs> um, no the the dynamic between the girls and them working together and Ramona showing Dorothy the ropes on basically how to strip, like the fundamentals of how to do that. I definitely feel like that sh- again. That should have been elaborated. Because yes, we saw a little the, bit more time. Yeah. We saw the friendship and the togetherness grow throughout the movie, but I also wanted to see that begin better. I wanted there to be a better base for those two, because th- when a better transition. No, 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 not transition. Better setup. That way, at the end of the movie, when you see Dorothy and Ramona really just kind of bark at each other and not when they when they talk to Elizabeth uh, during the interview. And Dorothy gets very self-conscious about it and gets very, um, like, in the corner and feral. There's a little bit more of an understanding as to why she's so against Elizabeth trying to make both of them, or make Ramona seem so romanticized in that sense. You know what I mean? Because it shows the audience a better view of how much Dorothy admired and looked up to Ramona. Okay. Okay. Yeah. What about you? How did you feel the movie? How did you feel about the movie and its scene work? Um, I like that you know certain scenes were based on the work, others it was based on the fictional bond between the girls. Like I like that there was separation. You get what I'm saying? Kind of. Like, it wasn't just, like, all rambled together. Okay. They allowed disparities between the... That's what you're saying. I also... I also enjoyed the fact that they allowed the girls to enjoy what they were doing. Yeah. Because it was tough. And it was it was rough because tough work. You, know, you, you didn't know what was going to happen next. Right? They were they were drugging people, stealing their money, and then they would drink champagne. Champagne. <laughs> they would drink champagne. They would drink champagne later that night. And I just I don't know. I think that it's kind of crazy because they show the disparity of the men being in anguish because they stole thousands of dollars out of their bank account and they're celebrating. And it's they saw much it, a stab in the back and they saw it as a good thing. They saw it. They saw it as okay. Fuck those filthy pigs. Exactly. They say, 
Tell us how you really feel, girls. Yeah, tell me how you really feel. Oh, how did you feel about Usher being in the movie? I honestly don't know. Like, I wasn't, you know. You don't give a shit about Usher. Why am I asking you that? Exactly. (laughs) I'm not into the, you know, new age hip hop. New age. I don't like what these kids are listening to these days. (laughs) Especially, like, currently. Like, shit doesn't make sense. Yeah? Get on your soapbox, Austin. Tell me how you really feel. It's stupid. Get on your soapbox. Come on, tell them. Let them know. Let the people have it. It's stupid. That's straight from Austin himself. New age hip-hop music. Stupid. There you go. Do you know how many viewers we just lost because of that? Zero, because like six people listen to it, so it's okay. They'll forgive me. Yeah, they'll be like, you know what? It's fine. This guy's stupid. That's okay. He says stupid stuff, so you know... I'm here just for entertainment. But that's what we're that's what we're here for as a conglomerate. You and me talking shit for like an hour and a half and then people just listening to it because they want to, I guess. Well, you guys have nothing else to do. Oof. Yeah, you really stooped low on this one. <laughs> wow. Don't tell your parents to listen to us because they're going to really question your sanity. Anything else? Is that... Are we are we wrapping it up? Or I putting, think we're wrapping it up. Are we putting the bow on this episode? Sure. Sure. Oh yeah! Shout out to uh, Cardi B's bedazzled nipples. <laughs> Just gonna talk about that for a quick second. All right. So, scale from one to one hundred. How do you feel about this movie? Eighty-two. Eighty-two. That's that's pretty high. It's high, but not. Too high. Why is that? I mean, okay. The acting is really well done. It's just, I feel like if you're going to go from like a, like talk about like something that really happened, be more you know detailed on what actually happened than making a, a fictional side to this. I definitely agree with you on that very strongly. Um, especially if it's the point of the movie right if yeah if you're really trying to show your audience something that did happen and want to give real events or you know real events for that it definitely should be more realistic if a character has a son instead of a daughter showcase that you know be realistic with your audience and if that's what your goal is and so in my opinion if that's truly what the director's mission was for this movie was to allow there to be a voice for these women as they experienced this in 2008 and, and so on. I'm giving this movie about a 67. It was, it was a strong movie. It was well, you know, it was very well put together. The actors did a fantastic job. I think that the, the, Plot development could have definitely used some work in the sense of giving more anguish to the characters, more depth to the characters. More uniqueness. More more drive. Yeah. You know, more connection go. between the audience and, and the <clears throat> and the actors. Um soundtrack was really good, not gonna lie. It was it was it was good for the setting and the people that were involved in all of that jazz, even though there wasn't a lot of jazz in the movie. 
Um, but yeah, I'd give it about a 67. Um, definitely could have been better. I just feel that there were just a, just a few drops that they had and the, they being the producers, the directors, the writers in the scene setups, the plot development and all that for the actors. So yeah, that's, um, that's all I got. I have one last comment. It is actually a quote from the movie, and this should be the last thing that's recorded, and then, boom, hit the stop button. Then do you want to go ahead and say goodbye first? All right, guys. <laughs> Vamanos. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. Sorry it was a little bit of a shorter episode, but hopefully you still got some laughs out of it. Hopefully, you know, still tune into us again. We didn't, you know, enrage you by, you know, some comments that... Oh, said. enrage. Okay, I thought yeah. I said engage. My bad. No, enrage. But we hope you do engage with us in the sense of giving us a few comments, some feedback of how you guys felt the movie was portrayed and executed. And maybe oh, did us... we want to talk about the article? Oh, yes. There is a there is an actual article that this movie was based off on, if you guys did any research yourselves. Austin, what was the article name? It is called The Hustlers at Scores. And who is it by? Jessica Pressler. And it was made in 20... Or it was... December 2015 is it was, when it was written. Pu- yes, it was published, published in December 2015. Okay. So if you guys want to go ahead and give that a read, give yourself some time, get yourself a cup of coffee. It's kind of a long one, but it's definitely worth it. Um, go ahead and give that a read if you would like to, to kind of give yourself a little bit of a better understanding of the movie and where it came from and its origins. Uh, thank you so much. Give us a subscription. Let your friends know what's going on. In our lives, just kidding. Let them know that we exist. It'd be mighty kind. It would be mighty kind of you guys. Austin, go ahead and leave us with that. uh, All right. As Ramona said, this city, this whole country, is a strip club. You've got people tossing the money and got the rest of them dancing. Vamos. See you guys.